to the Teaming Against Trauma podcast, brought to you by Dorchester Children's Advocacy Center. We are hopeful that the conversations you hear between our staff and various agencies who are also fighting trauma here in the Lowcountry will both expand your understanding of child advocacy centers as well as inspire you to take actions we all can to better understand trauma and prevent abuse. So thanks for joining us. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone. My name is Brooke Anderson, and I'm the Clinical Outreach Coordinator here at Dorchester CAC. Thank you so much for tuning back in today for yet another episode of the DCAC Teaming Against Trauma podcast. If you've been following along, you've heard from Lindsay Smith and Dr. Kay Phillips, who have really helped us lay the foundation of what CACs are and who we are at DCAC. And I'm really excited for our conversation today with two other DCAC employees that do a lot of behind-the-scenes work on the administrative end. But truly, without them, we literally couldn't do the things that we do. We couldn't help the children and families that we do. So it is my honor to introduce you to Stephanie and Demita. So if you two could just introduce yourselves to everyone, tell us a bit about you, what your title is here at DCAC, and then um, a fun fact about yourself. Stephanie, you want to kick us off? Sure thing, Brooke. Thanks so much for um, letting us be a part of this episode today. So my name is Stephanie Crane, and I'm the Director of Development and Marketing here at Dorchester Children's Advocacy Center. I started with the center on February 1st of this year. And just some certain things that I do here is I, you know, achieve um, assigned revenue goals by developing and maintaining relationships with our corporate and community partners. So it's really important to keep our relationships um, that we have in the community and form new relationships. You know, I drive the peer-to-peer fundraising by supporting our corporate partners and team leaders effectively. Um, And I'm also in charge of getting sponsorships for our three um, major fundraising events that we host each year. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. A fun fact about me is that I went skydiving when I was 25. And the reason it's a fun fact is when I was small, I wouldn't even ride the roller coaster Scooby-Doo at Carowinds. So um, my family wouldn't have believed that I jumped out of a plane. So I, I made sure to get a video of me doing that. So it was proof that I, I did something crazy and, and jumped out of a, a good, perfectly good airplane is what they say. That's good. Somebody, maybe you can give me the video to that and I'll put the link to of the video in the show notes. Would you be okay with that? <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> All right, Tamita, you can go ahead. Uh, thanks, Brooke. I don't know how I'm going to top that, actually. That's that's pretty amazing, Stephanie. You're a lot braver woman than I am. Um but thanks again for having us, Brooke. My name is Demita Holcomb, and I am the Director of Grants Management here at DCAC. Steph and I are kind of the new kids on the block. I've been here since late December, early January, and just love it. Love the people here. Um, love everything that we do. Basically, as the Director of Grants Management, I get to develop a relationship with our grantors and get to write grants, um, get to manage grants, make sure that we have all of our follow-up information in for 
our federal grants that we're the subrecipient of, as well as foundation, community grants, that sort of thing. So I really enjoy it and I love working with everybody here. And I don't have as, as fun of a fact as Stephanie does. I've never been skydiving. That's pretty amazing. But I actually, I guess it is kind of a fun fact. I have a big, beautiful, blended family. And my husband and I, between the two of us, we have four kids. We also have quite a bit of animals. We have three dogs, two cats, two guinea pigs, and a fish that recently went to heaven. So we have a very active household. But we often say that if we did win it big in the lottery, the first thing we would do is buy a big plot of land somewhere and open up a shelter for animals. So that's us. <laughs> that's so cool. Oh my goodness. I love that. I hope that you get to do that someday too. It sounds like you already have enough animals that you could fill some space <laughs> in as well. But thank you guys so much for introducing yourselves. Um, it's so fun that I get to just showcase all the amazing people uh, that that I get to work with at DCAC and beyond. So really excited for this conversation and just to hear from you. You bring such a unique perspective from the administrative end and I get to see you the most of anyone else in the center because our offices are all right next to each other. So it's really fun um, and I can't wait. So I really want to kick us off with the first question for Stephanie that I have is a lot of times people ask us, like, how can we help you? They hear about our mission and it touches them maybe in a personal way or just in a way that they're like, wow, this is something that I want to support um, and I want to be a part of. So how can I come alongside your mission at DCAC? Stephanie, could you tell us how you would answer that question? Sure thing. Thanks, Brooke, for, for asking that. So um, many of you know, for those who have been listening to our podcast, or if you're already a supporter of DCAC, our mission is to help children and their families in our community who are suffering from child abuse and neglect with free evidence-based trauma treatment. Since and for our clients' privacy, we don't have many day-to-day -day volunteer opportunities, really any at all, due to the um, nature of our business and their confidentiality. But the biggest way that um, you can really be involved is the events, that, as I had mentioned earlier. We have three main fundraising events throughout the year. We have two golf tournaments, and then we have our pinwheel gala. So there's a few ways to be involved with these events. The first is that you could serve on one of our committees, whether it be for the golf tournament or for the gala. And these are the planning committees. So for us being a part of the committee for our golf tournament, you could help with logistics such as searching for sponsors or asking for donations or raffle or auction items and then other tasks. You can also help by being a hole watcher or driving the beverage cart on these committees for the golf tournament. We generally meet once a month until um, we get closer to those events. Also, um, you can help out with the registration at the golf tournament as well. Our golf tournaments are typically, um, we have one for Dorchester County and one for Berkeley County. So our one for Dor Dorchester County will be held in May. It's typically held in May. And then our one for Berkeley County um, is either going to be held in October or November. Our Pinwell Gala is usually held the last Saturday in August. And that's going to be held at the Low Country Conference Center in Nexton. I'm not really sure what our 
volunteer opportunities for the gala are of yet, since our committed committee usually execute that pretty well, and the venue does a lot itself. We also have Operation Elf, where we utilize our volunteers. Brooke, I know you work closely with that. So do you want to tell everyone about Operation Elf? Yeah, for sure. I can talk about Operation Elf. It's honestly one of my favorite things that we do here at DCAC. Uh, Last year was the first year I got to be a part of it. But as you may be able to tell from the name, Operation Elf is our holiday toy drive. So every year we ask our clients that have received services from us in the last three years, which is usually about 200 to 300 kids, uh, to fill out a holiday wish list. And it's really our job to make whatever they put on their list, their dreams come true. But we can't do that alone. So we have to partner with, or I shouldn't say have to, we get to partner with amazing businesses, organizations, churches, and also individuals that want to help get gifts for kids for the holiday season. And uh, we collect them at our center and then we will uh, have the caregivers pick them up and uh, get to give them to their kids when they decide to. So the people that are donating to us have some options of how they donate. So they can either be an angel tree participant, which means that we give them three items that a child asked for, as well as the child's age and gender, and they can shop for those specific items. We'll also this year give them some extra things that the child asked for in case they can't find uh, one or the other. Or they can also be a box participant, what we call a box participant. And this is when they just collect items that they want and we'll use whatever they give us to fill other lists or to add it to a child's list, to add it to more than what they asked for. Because we really want to like blow these kids away. Like we want this to be the best holiday that that they could ever have. And so we don't play around here. Like I was shocked at how much we were giving out to kids. Like we literally fill gigantic, like 50 gallon um, black trash bags with as much things as we can really get in them. And it's really just, it's so incredible to see. Um, and it's so fun to be a part of, but like I said, we do need organizations and individuals to donate these items so that we can make it happen. Uh, so those are two of the, the main ways that most people give. We also, though, will take monetary donations. So you can write a check or fill out a donation online and say that it's for Operation Elf. And then we also have an Amazon wish list where we have some specific items that we know a lot of kids are going to want this year. And you can go on to our Amazon wish list and you can shop that list. And then those items will get sent directly to our center. So it is so fun. It's so awesome. Um, and if you would like to participate in it, uh, when this podcast comes out, it won't be too late to do that. So we collect our items from our participants December 5th through the 9th. So that's a Monday through a Friday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then we have the caregivers of the children that we're buying for or that we, we're donating to pick them up the following week. So we have to have everything by that second week in December. So we have enough time to get it out to them. But I'll put the Google link to fill out that form if you're interested in participating in any way. There's no minimum that you have to give to us. Uh, We're just so 
grateful for anything that we get because we know we get to give it to our kids. They'll be so excited about it. So in whatever capacity you can, let us know if you want to be a part of that. And like I said, that Google link will be in the show notes. So I can talk talk about Operation Elf so much more, but um, I want to I want to keep moving along with our podcast and with our episode to get to some more things that are important to, to talk about and to note. So Demita, we haven't heard from you yet besides who you are and what you do and that you have a great, a ton of pets at your house. <laughs> so I want to ask you, I know that we kind of talked about events and donations, but could you educate our listeners a little more how we receive funding to keep things running as the director of grants like tell us some about the grants and the fundraiser side of DCAC and why that's so important. Sure. Um, I'll be happy to do that. I just want to say thanks for letting us know a little bit more about Operation Elfbrook. I came in last year kind of on the tail end of things right after Christmas. And I can tell you that our center looked like the Target gift catalog had exploded. It was just awesome. <laughs> so I'm super excited to be a part of it this year. And, you know, it's just amazing what the community does, the outpouring of love that they give our clients. So that's really cool to see. But so grants are a huge part of DCAC funding. And I'm really lucky enough that I'm kind of a self-proclaimed pencil pusher, budget lady. I love writing them and managing budgets and all that stuff. To me, it's just super fun work. But our grants help pay for our clinical therapy programs. They provide our supplies, pay our bills, basically everything to help us operate so that none of our clients and families pay a dime ever. And I think if you work here any length of time, you develop an appreciation and passion, not only for the kids we serve, but also for our staff. Our staff just impresses me every day. Their drive to bring hope and healing to these kids is always had a place in my heart and in my head when I write grants. And I just really try to convey to the grantor what I see on a daily basis from our staff. Thanks, Tamita. That is so great to know. And I'm so excited that you're excited about it because honestly, I wouldn't be, <laughs> but it is so necessary and it's so important. Like I said in the beginning, we literally could not do anything if we didn't have the money to do it. Um, and to keep it operating. So yeah, I'm I'm, re- I'm just really grateful for you. And I, I know that everyone is. So what is a- approximately the percentage of our revenue that comes from fundraising and contributions? Yeah, sure. So fundraising and grants are kind of two different separate um, sources of revenue for DCAC. Our fundraising and contributions are about 25% of our overall revenue. Of course, I would be remiss if I actually didn't mention Dorchester County as well. We would not be as successful at providing services for children or families if it wasn't for Dorchester County. Um, They provide us with funding because they see the value in what we're doing for the county residents. And by the way, if anyone's interested on specific breakdowns, we as a nonprofit, we list our financial information on our website. Um, It's on our annual report, which is on our website, and that gives a really good graphic of where we get our revenue from, um, the percentages, the breakdowns, and that is welcome to go to our website and view that. Um, But besides the events that Stephanie mentioned earlier, another big way to contribute to DCAC is the end of the year giving campaign. Our campaign kicks off during Giving Tuesday, which is November 29th this year. 
Uh, Giving Tuesday started in 2012 as a way to do good in the community. And as we all know, because I think we've all heard of Giving Tuesday, it has spread into a global movement that inspires people to give and collaborate and celebrate generosity. And I know we all here would love it if everyone would consider selecting DCAC as your charity of choice during the holiday season. I'm so glad that you mentioned the end of the year campaign, Demita. Stephanie, can you tell us some more about how people can give to our year-end giving campaign? And really also, like most importantly, why it's so important for us throughout the year that we get funds during the year-end giving campaign. Sure, Brooke. I'm really excited to be a part of this. Um, this will be my first year-end um, campaign and, and really Giving Tuesday. So I'm really excited to be a part of it. But um, the great thing about the, the end-of-year campaign is there's really no maximum or minimum amount. This time of year, uh, many people look for ways to give back. So no matter what your contribution is, you can rest assured that 100% of it goes directly to our to us and to our clinical services program. I think it's important for everybody to know that that it stays here locally in Dorchester, Berkeley, and a portion of Charleston County. You know, these funds, they can help pay for a forensic interview for a child, which is really the first step in helping the child tell their story in a non-leading way. It also helps our partners in law enforcement and social services to help begin their investigations. It could also help pay for one session of trauma treatment and therapy that the child needs. Really, any amount makes a difference, and we are appreciative of it all the same. We are really thrilled and excited this year once again to announce Dr. Blackard of Trident Anesthesia Group has committed to a matching gift opportunity of $25,000. So that means any donations that come in, he will match up to $25,000, which is incredible. So it's really important that we get to that $25,000 goal so he can match that $25,000. We're just so thankful and so appreciative and in awe of the support the community gives to us this time of year and really year round and even during the holiday season. Yes, thank you so much for explaining that. And definitely so grateful for Dr. Blackard, his batching donation. This is the third year that he's giving a matching gift challenge. And every year before we have met it, but we are expected to meet it this year. And uh, it's it's so necessary that we do because we have the new Berkeley Center that's opening. And Dr. K. Phillips talked about that in our last episode But Stephanie, can you talk about the importance of raising money this year specifically to help operate our upcoming new Berkeley Center? Yes. And if you if you listen to our our last episode, um, as you're probably aware, we were so grateful last year to receive a call from the Cumbie family to get that donation of land and from True Homes to actually donate their time and their effort to build us equivalent to a five story home. But really, you know, we're going to need the funding to keep that center open and running and to operate. Goal is to eventually have um, the Berkeley Center operate like the center here in Somerville. So, you know, we'll need those funds to, um, for staff, we have to hire therapists to, for those to conduct forensic interviews. We'll have to hire some victim advocates to help the children and the families. And we'll probably have to have a receptionist as well. And I do want to talk about one thing for Operation Elf, just for anybody who does want to help. We do have an event coming up December 9th, which is a Friday, and it's going to be from 6 to 9 p.m. 
And that's going to be in Nexton, um, the community of Nexton and Somerville at their Midtown location. They're going to be having an event where people can come and drop off toys for Operation Elf. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. We wanted to mention that event coming up. And that's open to the public, Stephanie? Anyone can come? Yes, it is. Check out the Nexton, their Facebook page. They're going to be um, doing some social media. Cool. Okay. Yeah. If you're next in area, definitely come out and see us and bring a toy with you. We would absolutely love that. So thank you. Thanks for for, uh, touching on the Berkeley Center. That really is um, a big reason why it's so important this year, like I said, that we get funding because we'll be opening that in 2023. So your donations this year can really help that center get off the ground. And like Stephanie said, we're so grateful that we get to open it free of cost because of generous, generous people, but we can't operate it free of cost. So uh, we got to get some more funding to do that. And we're hopeful and we're expectant that we will because our community is so wonderful. Anything else that we left out, Stephanie or Demita, that you want to, that you want to touch on? Uh, you know, I I am kind of all out of words. I think you guys handled it beautifully. <laughs> Stephanie, um, Stephanie did a great job. And, and I feel like you know, our listeners kind of know a little bit more about, you know, what we're all about when it concerns fundraising and grants and kind of where our mission is taking us in Berkeley County and, and how to get there. So thanks for the opportunity, Brooke. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really glad that that we get to showcase it. It's it's awesome what's happening. So if there is nothing else, I always end with my last question being if you could have any superpower that you want, um, what would it be and why? Demita, I'll let you go first. Well, thanks. This is kind of an easy one for me because as a busy mom, I feel like my superpower, I would love to split myself into about three different people. And I would love a work me, a family me, and like a social time me. And I feel like I could send all the different me's out to all the different places. And then at the end of the day, we could all get back together and talk about our day. So it would just, it would make my life a lot simpler if I could just clone myself several times and um, give myself more hours of the day. That's good. That's funny. That's really thought out. And honestly, I've never heard something like that, (laughs) but I love it. I honestly, Brooke, I feel like a lot of um, working moms feel that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, not there yet. So maybe I'll, (laughs) if you understand, I still feel like I could use that, but I'm sure even more so you do. So I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie, what about you? So for me, um, it's probably going to be a little bit selfish, but if I could have any superpower, and I, I feel like a lot of people might agree with this, um, it would be to kind of be like Peter Pan and just go back and, and never ever land and uh, not age. I feel like I'm kind of at a, a good age where I don't want to get any older. So that would be my my superpower if I could have it. That's good. I love hearing what everyone what everyone says with that one. Well, yeah, just thank you so much for joining me today, both of you. I hope uh, to have you back again on another episode, maybe in the future. Uh, But we are going to be transferring to hearing more from our MDT partners in the upcoming episodes. So people that work in various fields 
uh, to protect children that are so critical to our team, but they're not actually employed by DCAC, but they honestly might as well be because we talk to them just as much, a lot of them. So uh, everyone look out for those episodes in the upcoming months. I'm really excited for the knowledge and the different perspectives that will be shared throughout that. We all learn so much uh, from our MDT partners. So they all bring really unique and, and good perspectives to uh, protecting children and helping them heal from abuse and neglect. So until then, keep up with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast podcast channel so that you don't miss an episode. That's all I have for today. Again, thank you, Stephanie and Demita. Thank you. It's been fun. Thank you so much. Hope to be a part of another one. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the DCAC Teaming Against Trauma podcast. And I'm so glad you got to hear from Stephanie and Demita. Aren't they just great? One thing Demita mentioned that I really just wanted to highlight was when she said working here develops an appreciation not only for the kids that we serve, but also for our staff. Our staff is so driven to bring hope and healing to the kids that we serve and their families. And we just want to convey that in the way that we see it happening on a daily basis. So anyone that's interested in supporting us, it is so amazing to see the work that's done here. And it's hard to convey it, but I hope that we can through this podcast and we will continue doing that and trying our best to showcase what's happening, the amazing work that is happening here and your support, no matter what that is, means the world to us. Lastly, today is Giving Tuesday, which we talked about some in this episode, but it's a really special day to celebrate generosity by donating to a nonprofit that's important to you. And it would be such an honor if you chose DCAC as your charity of choice this Giving Tuesday. You can access the link on our show notes or go straight to our website at dorchesterchildren.org where you can click on support us then year-end donation campaign. From there, you'll be able to fill out your information so that we can thank you, and um, you can also see how close we are to reaching our goal. So not only can you do that today, but also through the end of the year. We're trying to meet $25,000 to match Dr. Blackard's matching challenge. So we would love for you to choose us as your charity of choice. So thank you again for joining us and I hope that you will subscribe and join us next month for our next episode on DCAC Teaming Against Trauma.